Welcome to Inclusive Education IRL. Today's episode is going to be about banned books. Why the heck are they banning our books for? That's what I want to know. In response to people talking about race, we had critical race theory being a thing. Like, more than a year is still a thing. Uh, but since no one can really decide exactly what it is and what it isn't, and how to enforce it, in turn ban it, that movement kind of shifted more to the local level and parents, concerned parents that are funded and backed by real corporations like Manhattan Institute, I think like Walgreens was <laughs> just like big corporations are giving money to these people to kind of lobby for it. But, um, Parents can effectively go to school board meetings and petition for books to be banned. And the biggest reason why books that are being targeted currently are, like they were fine a few years ago, like five years ago. For example, like Beloved, 100% fine. Right now, it's one of the most like, it's it's a target, right? Beloved by uh, Maya Angelou, it's a big target. Uh, it's, I, it's as close as canon reading that you can get to without being like an old white man. So it's a really, you know, important book and they want to ban it. So parents across the nation have gone to school boards and demanded for certain books to be banned in their school because the main concern from what I've read and seen is that they don't want their children to be harmed and like hate themselves because they are white or disrespect our country have the idea that America is not okay and that it needs help which if you look around I 100% agree and that's just not about race like they're going after um, basically any identity any different gender identity or like sexual orientation that isn't uh heteronormative like they're going after so there's like a bunch of children's books that are like lgbtqia friendly and they are like going after them too um k through 12 so it's not just the big kids uh, but the main book that has really been a huge target for them has been the 1619 project which was a series of essays that was like funded by the New York Times and they kind of went back and looked at how uh, slavery as an institution came about and the effects it had in our country and how like it was actually a huge part of the Civil War like trying to maintain slavery and whatnot. So that is upsetting to a lot of people. Um, but now this is the first concerted effort we have to kind of ban it from schools, which is kind of ridiculous because I've only seen pictures of the book itself, and that book looks beefy. It looks like a textbook. And so as a teacher, if any of my students were interested in that, I would be like, please go ahead, read that. Read whatever you need because it's such a struggle to get kids to read. <laughs> Um, at any age level so it's hard to kind of discourage them from reading even if it's like as a teacher I've never been disappointed in what a student is reading 
if anything, it gives us something to talk about besides like the flavor of the day or whatever trend is happening. So just for context, like there has been books in our glorious country. We are always trying to ban them. Different groups are trying to ban them. The left trying to ban recently like Huckleberry Finn because of like racist depiction. I for one am like, yo, this was this happened. We need to preserve how people used to be, how people used to treat each other. I'm like, it's embarrassing, it's shameful, but it's a fact. It happened. This is how we lived for decades. So Huckleberry Finn is an example of what the left was trying to ban from schools. And then one that a lot of people were upset about because they grew up with it, me including, including me, but I never liked it. And now I have a reason to kind of be like, I didn't like it because of this. But I was just never into it was uh, Cat in the Hat, Mr. Dr. Seuss. I just thought it was lame. And then this is like how it gets, like, it's hard for us to be like, how do you separate the artist from the work? Like, is it possible? Uh, (laughs) Like, so Dr. Seuss was white man in like god knows when early 1900s like so he did a lot of like propaganda for like war against uh the axis so like japanese people and stuff so he had a bunch of like racist stuff that he artwork that he put out in his signature style and he had a few interviews where he like talked about how white people were superior to all other races from what i'm remembering I'm sure there's other things that he did as well. So people are like, well, is it okay to be like this cancel culture? Has it gone too far? So now currently the right is trying to ban other books. They're like, they're going after Beloved. And it's all like at a local level, which is the difficult part. We also have to take note of we have to take note to where these local book bannings are happening and like who are the people that are actually doing it because most parents don't have enough time to go to the school board and petition a list of books that may or may not be used in the classrooms that their children are in and then demand that they are banned because they have other things to do definitely the it's the same parents behind the CRT, you know, they're wealthy, they have a lot of time on their hand, they are not, you know, struggling for money, and they can afford to do something like this, uh, which would be awesome if they were advocating for all the students and making sure that, you know, the teachers had enough time to prepare these lessons and that they would uh, help the students understand the material and help them have different perspectives but instead you know instead of like really deepening uh everyone's understanding they're just like no we can't talk about race at all we can't talk about gender we can't talk about sexuality so instead of learning we're just gonna ignore which is not (laughs) it's not a great strategy but it is a strategy that is kind of being we're kind of at a crossroads here people are trying to figure out what is our next step because it's not working so some people are trying to hold on to the old ways back to when we were getting (laughs) yeah 
<laughs> back to when we were really powerless and enslaved and exploited and other people are trying to create new systems that are more inclusive to basically everyone so I see those two paths those are two like opposing movements currently so it's encouraging because people are trying things and it's going to be clear what works and what doesn't work and I mean students see this and they're like you know that's BS or I agree with it and then we'll see what happens then or I don't care which is probably the worst result but young people actually want to have these conversations because people keep dodging them like adults in their life dodge them so if you're not a young person you know just try to talk to them about what they're dealing with and see what's happening because they have different perspectives i've learned so much from gen z so much the way that they put out information and just share about themselves is amazing learned a lot from tiktok but um to kind of wrap this up critical race theory and the banned book list movement that's happening right now it's hyper local loosely organized it's basically ban anything that isn't conservative like something that would be like at home in the 1930s so in response to that you know people are writing articles about it and talking about it and being like uh but that's somebody's family member they're actually doing it out of you know fear like genuine fear uh they feel like this is the right path for them and their families so hopefully you know they are open to discussing these books because they're actually really great books um so and that's i mean books are books like there's some books that are are known for certain things but actually talking about art more than saying that it's good or bad is a skill that we need to learn um and it's kind of hard to do because in our society now you know we scroll past so many images and hear so many different music and it's just so much to kind of take in at once that it's hard to just focus and talk about like one piece of art i just wanted to add that the irony of there being banned books in america which is supposed to be all about freedom ex of expression is just it's so frustrating to experience and to see because uh, some of the the books in the that are highly regarded as like american literature are about how sometimes there's banned books and how that's bad i'm thinking about like 1984 and like animal farm and all these <laughs> other books that have similar similar themes about you know being controlled and whatnot so i think it's so wild that that is actually our the reality that we're living in now and how people just kind of roll with it they're like we need this or that that's not important who cares if they ban a few books because i for one highly value books i have learned so much from them and i want to continue learning from them and i want to continue spreading what i learned that's why i make a podcast kind of just let y'all know what i've been thinking about 
hopefully it's helpful to somebody out there so given that thank you for listening to this whole episode uh this has been the critical race this has been the inclusive education irl podcast uh we got transcripts up for this podcast we have a twitter account so if you're listening to this tweet at me it's in the show description and please rate this five stars in apple podcast i would love it thank you so much for listening i appreciate you i hope you have a wonderful rest of your day thank you